Welcome to Two Out-of-Work Actors Bitching. My name is Todd Robert Anderson, and I am here with one... Lombardo Boyo. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> <laughs> are we doing, like, local newscasters? Well, you told it, yeah, that's what it sounded like. You led me in, like, fucking uh, KTLA, so I had to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, KTLA. Do you get creeped out by local news anchors? I find them disconcerting. They're always... I I don't like the ones that aren't hot. <laughs> I'm not talking about the meteorologists. I'm fine. With, I love Dallas Rains and, and, no. and the weather. Come the on, weather all the weather people are fine. What, it, the, what is his it's, fucking suntanning bill? Like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He keeps it together, man. He's a sexy Fuck. beast. He is a sexy yeah, fucking- beast. He's going to make a nice jacket one day. <laughs> Second scan. He has the what best suits on television, that guy. That guy's suits are oh, he's, Dude, my in-laws love him. They actually, uh, they met him somehow. They know somebody who knew him. So they actually got to go to tour the, the studio and hang out. They have pictures with him and shit. It's funny. Oh, that's cool. Da- Did they say he was, he was nice? That's what he does. I heard that's what he does when he's at a strip club. It's like, Dallas Rays! <laughs> Dallas Reigns does not go to strip clubs. He's a classy, classy gentleman. Um, I had friends who met him. First of all, hey, you're fucking naive, right? Because he gets a lot of sun tanning. And who else gets a lot of sun tanning? Strippers. (laughs) (laughs) I'll bet he's a swinger. He goes to, like, orgies and stuff. Totally. That's what Dallas Reigns talk about is, where where do you going to get tanned at? That's such a scary thing. It's like lying in a coffin and cooking. Have you ever tried that? It's fucking weird. I had to do it for uh, a movie once where I had to do this like uh, sex scene, and they're like, "Yeah, dude, you're kind of too white." Like that must be hard as uh, uh, those areas. So, (laughs) oh yeah. So like, so they they try to take me to town. As a person of color, does it hurt your feelings to be told you're too white? No, that's probably why I'm doing okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) i've had the same thing i did a commercial where i had to you know sit on a beach you know and they wanted me tan and i'm pale as hell so they were like all right so you drag your ass to a tan like like i had to do all the legwork you know they didn't hire somebody i i had a theatrical job once where they hired somebody and i went and i got the spray tan and it looked so pretty. Mad, like I have to tan myself. Yeah, so I went. <laughs> I went. 
I went, found this lady, and I just yeah. went there to her, you know, hair salon. And in the back of the hair salon, there's like a like a bathroom uh, that's it's getting been, creepy. Yeah, that's been converted. <laughs> it had been converted into a spray tan booth, like a shower. Oh my god! It was like a little shower, Dude, and I had to stand you're in there. Sounding like every white person in a horror movie. Right and now. I, I know, and I had to stand in there naked. No, no, come on. Just step in the shower, don't worry. I had to stand there with no clothes on while this old lady oh my God. sprayed. And I was like, Jesus, this is the weirdest <clears throat> ass thing that I've ever done. Not only that, but that shit would never happen during COVID. You're like, you're just like, what the? Hold up. Yeah. No, no, I'm not getting a spray tan during COVID. No way. Oh my God. Yeah, that's what they ended up doing to me. Like, I, cause I, I couldn't, I just thought the pace is like, you want me to sit here and fucking cook? Like, this is stupid. So they sprayed like, you? Uh, yeah, so I ended up like, yeah, so I had the makeup artist just like, shh, kind of like airbrushed me. Yep, yep. Really? Yeah, too, and I had to wear a sock. That was awkward. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, I've had to do that, yeah. too. Yeah, of course. The uh, you, It's a misnomer calling those things cock socks. That's what they call them, you know, and they're not because you got to put all your junk in them. They're cock and ball socks. Right. You put it all you in know them. What? I'm gonna, I'm, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and blame Hollywood right now for, like, me having this thing for socks now. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. When you were a kid, you know you jacked it into socks. That's what I'm saying. Look, but they reminded me. Like, I did that. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Socks are so soft. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I almost you choked. You just throw them in the hamper. almost choked on the beverage. <laughs> I like the idea that putting on a cock sock makes you horny. <laughs> It, it's like the absolute worst thing to be standing with no clothes on a set with just like a thing on your dengus. It's uh, yeah. it's the opposite of horny. Yeah, and then like in between takes, you walk around with the robe and shit. I owned it. I was like, hey, what's up? Oh, yeah, it's it's <laughs> Smoke and shit. Hey, can I get a martini? <laughs> you want to trying to loosen up? <laughs> My sock is itchy. I need Actually, sock. my sock is a little wet. I need. <laughs> you have some kind of powder. It's 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 rubbing my skin and causing a. Could someone could someone come uh, dry my sock? <laughs> <laughs> can you uh, can you hand wash my sock, please? <laughs> Feel sturdy. Like make it a puppet. <laughs> It's like, no, it's it's no, it's sticky. Get your hand in there. Like we're we're making jokes, but you know, like certain actors have literally made these jokes on set and made people very uncomfortable. Oh fuck yeah! You know? okay, that's why we do it on this fucking. Yeah, we podcast. get it all out. We get all our sexual harassment out on this that's podcast. It. Yeah, and I want to apologize to you. First of all, I didn't like share our last podcast as much because I don't remember it that much. <laughs> and then, like you were <laughs> I saw you right now. And I saw you, I saw you post like, he's getting run out of his house or whatever. And I was like, fuck, did I do that? <laughs> My niece, Anne-Marie, goes, oh, the only reason I knew you were selling in your house because I listened to a podcast. I was like, god damn, it's okay. <laughs> it was actually, I was trying to, well, I, you know, for me, as an empathetic person, that uh, you know, I, I I feel terrible for you and Terry. Obviously, Terry doesn't want to go. Uh, dude, it's, it's it horrible. Sucks. It's us more because the appraisal came in right at what we asked for, like, and we were like, 
really sweating that because our bathrooms are not updated. Mm. And that's the thing we thought, damn, and like some of the houses in the area that sold, you know, they listed a little bit above our price and kind of screwed us. But they had maybe like just a little bit more scriffers that even some were like exactly the same, but they were totally like, you know, they did everything. Stage probably spent fucking five grand. Yeah, staging fixing, and everything. Oh, and fi- yeah. I mean, like when we sold, like the bathrooms are completely done. Like you know. Yeah, yeah. Ones. Well, that's when we sold our last house. We had redone the bathrooms. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's the yeah. smartest thing to do. And so the and the kitchen. It. And but 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 my friend who used but our kitchen is a sick. Like that's what does it. Our kitchen. Like everybody walks in our house. Our kitchen. People are like, fuck. No, it's a good kitchen. It's yeah. like, that's, that's what sells it. It's dope. I had a friend who used to be in real estate and when we were talking about moving and we're like, but we got to fix this place up because it's not going to sell if we don't sort of yeah. thing. And she was like, well, do, do that work now and then wait yeah. a year or two before you sell the house and enjoy yeah, it. Up, enjoy it. rid of clutter. Yeah. Exactly. That's, it's so, so funny that you fucking said that because we were so pissed. Like, Everything we did when we were getting rid of it to fucking ready to give it to someone else, we we're like, God damn, it looks amazing. <laughs> I know. We should, yeah. Yeah. we should have done this a long time. <laughs> yeah. You just like you just take it for granted. But look, it's it's cool and like we were really proud of her. That's a weird thing. It's like, oh my god, she prays. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we did it. Cause you know, and the best thing is the people that are buying it, they're first time buyers, which is amazing. And it's their first offer they ever put in. Mm-hmm. And, and like they got it. But then, you know, they were a little freaked out, you know. Then they found out I'm a VA dude, so it's been approved by the VA and everything. And like they literally had someone come yesterday, the inspections yesterday, I was telling you like, they had, I was like, I got a email from my fucking real estate. Say, oh, there's a paint appraisal guy coming at some time at 10.30. There's like a electrician coming at 2.30. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm not paying for fucking paint. Like, <laughs> they want to fucking paint it, paint it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't do that. And they're like, oh, no, no. They're like, they're just getting appraisal. Like, they want to paint before they move in. Oh, they're paying oh, for oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, fuck. Oh, okay. So that became kind of real. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, shit. So they must have known already before they told us that the appraisal was dope. And you know what? They told us 870. You know, it might have came up more. Mm-hmm. But they ain't going to tell us. You know what I'm saying? like, oh, yeah, yeah 870. Yeah, right. 870 is perfect. <laughs> and we're like, actually, yeah. when we when we sold our old house, the there were a bunch of offers. We had like seven offers, right? Yeah. Like first couple of days. So it it went so fast. But one of the offers was way above our asking uh, mm. price, and and we were like, mm, and and then when it got appraised, they appraised it at that offer. Nice. So, yeah, we got we got hella lucky with that. Hell yeah, but also that 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 fucking person knew. You know what I'm saying? And they were the ones like, I'm gonna go right there because that's yeah, that's what it should be. Yep. Bam, you know, and they were right. And now, um, and every now and then, like I'll be over in the neighborhood and I'll drive by the house just to look at it, and they've totally mm-hmm. let the front yard go to hell. That piss you off. It kind of does. Yeah. It's like, eh, it looks like shit. We made this awesome native garden in the front. And I mean that, but, see, yeah. but that's a great fucking point. Cause that's the thing. Like, even like when I rent, I have to fix it up. Like I still live there. You know what I mean, like this is our house. Like, dude, like we put in the front fence. Like we did a lot of shit to it, which made it great. But the number one thing that I heard is that we have a front yard and a big backyard, dude. 
And that's the thing right now, because during COVID and all this shit, and people don't know, and everyone's staying home. Yeah. So a fucking yard is money. Yeah. Like, dude, like, you have a yard? What? <laughs> no, I swear. I mean, it's like I, I, I complain about the pandemic all the time and, and not having very much money and not working. But we do have this awesome backyard. Yeah. And it's a great, it just it's just walking blessing, out there yeah. and sitting out there. It's one dude, of the things that keeps keeps us sane. And- yeah, and you don't have people right behind you in the front and the back. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got your neighbors on the side, but there's no, you're not in a fucking condominium. You're not in a townhome. You're not like, ah, damn it, shut up. Right, right. <laughs> it's just like, you're crazy and nobody fucking cares. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's yeah. bananas. It's something about having space, and I think that's what everybody's doing. And even, dude, it was so hard for us to get a rental, bro. Like we got a rental and it's, we had a bit, we don't move in until April 1st. And like literally my mother-in-law found this listing that wasn't even like posted yet. Like she, her friend's a real estate agent. And she goes, hey, this is coming up. They just dropped it a hundred bucks. Call right now. Dude, and if she wouldn't have called right now, literally our appointment was at five. The next couple was at 515. Mm. Like we would- Is this a, like is it, this is a different house than the one you were telling me oh, about? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pretty I mean, last that, last like, time you were talking about, like, you went to look at a house and there were already, like, seven families there. Oh, yeah, dude. That one. Oh, and then we found this other place called Rockview. And it was dope. It was up on the hill, like, in Hammett. But it was in Hammett, so Terry wasn't into it. You know, nobody wants to move back home. For some reason, you feel like you're fucking losing, which is weird. Yeah. I, <laughs> no, I totally get that. I mean, I totally yeah, me get too. that. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, think, me I too, mean, I that. think about it. Like, I think about literally if things got that bad, w- uh, like, and I had and to move back. even though things would be better, east, like, yeah. everybody knows you. Like, you'd be the big fish in the small pond or would love you. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. But, but, you know, but then why? What's the real reason? Because they'd be like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. He didn't make it. He gave up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is he <laughs> is he landscaping again? Is he mowing lawns what? again? Is he back oh, to mow more lawns? Car- he's selling cars at the dealership. He's selling cars? <laughs> oh my god. That okay. Cool? That's one of the things that I, I definitely can bitch about this is like stories of of actors who I liked who are literally yeah. now doing that. Like there's this actor who's so funny in these like underground movies from the 90s like uh, uh, Street Trash 80s and 90s like Street Trash and Frankenhooker and, and stuff he's a really funny guy and he was on that show when I first moved to LA I saw him at the cafe place that I worked and I was right. like oh my god it's the guy from Frankenhooker like I saw all kinds of stars in there and had no reaction you know Paul Reiser but who that cares guy got you. but the guy that yeah guy the Frankenhooker guy I'm like oh my god it's a Frankenhooker guy <laughs> I've never seen Frankenhooker, but now I have to. <laughs> so, yeah. so I walked up to him and I'm, I said, hey, man, I'm a big fan of your work. You're hilarious. I just, you know, I, I don't uh, usually say this to customers here, but I just wanted you to know that. And he was really flattered, you know, because he probably doesn't get recognized by too many people. Right. But at that, like us. at that time, yeah, <laughs> at that time, he was living in L.A. and he had a recurring uh, 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 part on uh, Grace Under Fire that that. Remember that tall stand-up lady? She had a show. So I was like, so that's so cool. So I see this guy when I'm growing up. I see this guy in these like, like, you know, underground, low-budge trash movies. 
and I like them because I like trash movies. And then, you know, I run into him when I first moved to L.A. and he's got he's working on a show and it was just so cool. I was like, oh, so you really can move on up. But then when they did like I, I watched a documentary about the making of Street Trash, the movie. Uh, uh, one of the movies that I loved him in and and he's doing these interviews and he's still the same guy and he's still funny and then it's revealed that like for the last 10 years he or 15 years whatever it was he's been selling cars used cars and I was like no dude no I didn't know yeah 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 in New Jersey no don't no Frankenhooker guy yeah, what's uh, Judd Nelson, one of my first wake-up calls, and I, I don't know if I talked this, about this in episode five, but my biggest wake-up calls, like, when I was living in Hollywood, and I broke up with my first girlfriend from the Army, right? We were together for a long time, and I moved in with, like, there was four of us in a one-bedroom in Hollywood. So I started hanging out in Hollywood, and I went to the fucking snake pit on Melbourne. Oh, yeah, right? sure, yeah, I remember that. I don't even know, did it survive, or is it done? I don't know. I can't remember. Shit, uh, but right now, I mean, it might be done, but anyways... So I'm in the snake pit, hanging out with my friends, and literally, I fucking see this guy come in and go, hey, I'm so fucking sorry about last night. You know, and the, the fucking the bartender, have you ever been in the snake pit? It's always, it was yeah. always the same bartender for like 30 years. It was a black haired chick with the big ass fake boobs. <laughs> yeah, that was working back there. She was always there. Yeah. She, like, she was like 39 or 50. She was like, it was, <laughs> you couldn't tell. <laughs> I think you froze. Can you hear me? Uh, no, I no, can no. hear you fine, but you are frozen on hello, my... Hello, hello. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hello. Uh, hang on. Da, 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 da. Can, can you, you froze, take yourself out you froze. and put but yourself anyways, back in? Uh, I'm going to keep it up because we're frozen and I wanna, don't want to have to hey. be dead air. So anyways, hey. I go to the fucking uh, snake pit and this guy comes in. He's like, yeah, I'm so fucking sorry about last night. And it was fucking Judd Nelson, dude. I was like, what the fuck? Right, I, I didn't recognize him at first. Starting. All right, yeah, you froze for a while. Yeah, you froze for a while. There you go. You're back. Well, let me see. Oh, wait. What happened? Now I don't see you. Now I see me bigger. There you are. Hey, man. Sorry about that. Hello, hello. No, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, it was dead air. You froze for a while, so I just... Yeah, you... Oh, shit. You froze in the- I was like, I was, I was like, let me just keep talking, so hopefully... <laughs> yeah, good. Glad you kept talking. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, it, it was on my end. I don't know what happened, but Zoom just... No, and down. I just unplugged. I was charging mine, and sometimes when it's charged, you know, it acts weird, so I pulled oh, the plug okay. out. So. But what happened on but, my end was Zoom completely shut itself off and then restarted. I don't... The, I, but the good part was, like, I got a full screen of me looking as fucking The Edge from YouTube. <laughs> It's awesome because when you went off, I was like, "Oh shit, that's me!" <laughs> what were we? So no, so anyway, so at the snake pit, so oh, like snake the pit. same right. chick that worked there for years. I don't know if you remember her. She had dark hair, big fake boobs, skinny, and like she could either be thirty nine or fifty five. She was like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> "Like I don't know how she is." And like after like five Jack and Cokes, they're like, "Eh, fuck her." <laughs> but anyway, she's working, and this dude comes in and he goes. I'm so sorry about last night. Oh my God. And she looks at him. She goes, no, fuck you. You're 86. I'm like, whoa. And I look at him and it's fucking Judd Nelson. Oh, wow. Yeah, dude. I was like, whoa. Wait, what did he do? He was like, I don't know. I wasn't there the night before. Oh, you didn't (laughs) ask? I would have asked. I'm like, what did he do? Oh, no. It was like really awkward. And she was like, no, 
fucking 86. And the way she was looking, I was like, dude, you really are crazy. <laughs> and I didn't know that, but it was like my first wake up. I was like, oh my God. And then I did this other movie where I was playing like a, a drug addict. Um, and we had to go do research at this one rehab place in Pasadena. And I don't know if I could say his name. He's like, I listen to this. But like, dude, like, and it was like, I was just, it was my first big role in a movie. And like, it's a self-run rehab place. And like, I hear this guy singing. What does that dishes. mean? Self-run rehab place. That means like, everybody works there. Oh, like, oh, like if everybody's you're staying there, you work, you cook, you clean, you know, you're doing something. And it's the last resort. Like, if you leave that place, you're going to jail. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't straighten up, you're done. So we're walking through the courtyard and I see the dad from Elf. The dad from Alf? Oh, the show sure. Elf? Yeah, yeah. I know that yeah, guy. Yeah, he's in the... I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> this is crazy. Then we go to the kitchen, dude, and I hear this guy singing and being really funny. And fucking Tommy Davidson is washing the dishes, dude. Oh, wow. Yeah. <sighs> I was like, what the fuck? There's like a huge fan of Living Color. Oh, yeah. And like, he's pretty open about it. So I hope he doesn't mind if he hears this and I say it. It was just because he helped me a lot. Like for me, I was like, fuck, you better get your shit together, dude. <laughs> 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 but damn. Like, that's one of my favorite dudes on Living Color. Yeah, yeah, sure. He's great. He's here. Dude, he's in there washing dishes. Like, last resort. Like, you don't fucking straighten up. Yeah. Fucking prison. I saw uh, Judd Nelson once in uh, Vancouver. Yeah. Walking down the street with his family. Because he he does all those. He did all, like, for a long time, he was doing cable movies up there. You know, like like, uh, Cabin by the Lake. Have you ever seen that one? No. So, so Judd Nelson is a psycho killer. He, what? he kidnaps ladies, uh, and then he ke- he keeps them by at, the lake. Yeah, by the lake. He lives by the lake, and he he ki- he kidnaps ladies in a van, and he puts them in a room, like a sealed off room, and he just psychologically tortures them until he murders them. And when he murders them, he takes them on his boat out into the middle of the lake. And he drops him in an anchor to the bottom of the lake, and then he scuba oh, dives. I thought, and there's I thought you were say, all his victims are are in the lake. He has like a garden of victims at the bottom of the lake, like floating there. That's. I want him to do. I want him to do a movie where everybody like looks up his fucking big nostrils. <laughs> he does have big nostrils. One might say they're relentless. <laughs> oh, Did you ever man. see that movie? No. It's, an, it's another movie where uh, Judd Nelson plays a psychopath killer. Fuck, man. It's like he's really good at that or something. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Super good. He's good, at, he's good at playing lawyers who speak from the hip. Or psycho. Yeah. And, <laughs> or psycho. Oh, I was a psycho lawyer on this one. Oh, on this one, I was a construction worker who was a psycho. Who was psycho. <laughs> Uh, God love Judd Nelson. Well, he got through rehab. I, you know, a lot of those brat packers had had Did problems. It. I mean, no one, no one's a better success story than Robert Downey Jr. And when I was in my crazy phase, that was my nickname. My friend called me that. And it was hilarious. He goes, "Fucking chill out, Bardo Downey Jr." <laughs> Did you ever uh, wake up in a in a strange child's bedroom that that uh, wasn't your house? No, I've never done that, but I did 
try to go into somebody else's house because I thought it was mine. Okay, yeah, this is the same thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you didn't get as far as Robert Downey Jr. You didn't get to no. fall asleep no. in some child's bed. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah, it was funny. I spent the night in the tank, you know, public intoxication. Ah, it was funny. Ah, yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. The cop was laughing. The cop was laughing at me. <laughs> was he? <laughs> yeah. Because I literally thought it was my place. I was like, fuck it, I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't get in. Like, this chick was like, call the cops. Like, this guy is trying to get in my, my fucking house. house. Like, what? Let me in. Like, with, the key, with the keys. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and the cop seriously like it turned around and the cop sees me he just laughs at me he's like where the fuck do you live dude <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm right here he's like no, no you, you don't, don't dude <laughs> um, let's go man let's get some sleep <laughs> wow that's it the only two times I've ever been uh, arrested was just that uh, like public intoxication you spend the night in the tank and like Pasadena was the worst have you ever hung out in Pasadena when there was a nightlife? Like they, they just pulled up vans like on the side, and if they saw you like swerve a little bit, like they were like in the van. Oh yeah, Pasadena's <laughs> hardcore with that stuff. Oh, that yeah. yeah, on that strip of restaurants. Um, yeah. Yeah. What's that street called in Pasadudu with the all the uh, restaurants uh, and the and I it, can't remember, but it was used to be Mag, what Moose McGillicuddy's and what, what else was on that fucking street? There was a, a there was a Barney's Beanery there, yeah, and then there was like a weird pizza place. Yeah, fuck, what was that? Oh, is that a? Damn it, I almost have it. Anyways, fuck Pasadena. Yeah, <laughs> well, it was Pasadena is the first Just place. Kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm no, it's Pasadena. lovely. Uh, Great skate park. It, it was the first place where I ever experienced a communal table at a restaurant. Oh, uh, yes. and uh, and I don't care for that. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to sit at a table with a bunch of friggin' people I don't know. Forget that. I don't want it. Well, but the thing is, pretty much like me. Like, but also, if the the problem is, we're social. I am, anyways. Like, I hate those restaurants, even when like they seat somebody too close to my fucking table and they ignore me. I'm like, fuck off, man. You know I'm right here. Fucking say hi. <laughs> well, you, you know what I mean? Like, so if you're that close to me, we're going to talk. Yeah. I'm going to say like, what's yeah. up? Yeah. Like, you know, but don't see someone next to me who's going to pretend that I'm not fucking here. And like, oh, I'm just having dinner with my wife and my kids. It's like, no, you're sitting right next to me, dude. Like, we need to talk. They're gonna. It's a communal table. Do you know what that fucking means? It means you got to com commune together. Yeah. Hi, babies. What are you doing? Come here. Say it's hi funny. I saw a little hand up. Hello. It's the bird. Is the word. Birdie Lynn, number uno. Bird is a word. Bird, bird's a word. Bird is a word. Bird, bird's a word. How many? What? Okay. Baby, I'm, I'm doing a podcast. I know it's pandemic, but I'm working right now. What does she want? What do you want? Later on today, could we maybe have a have a play date with Noah? With Noah, I don't know. She, she wants to have a play date with Noah. Yeah, you heard it here first, people. <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna, uh, I'm gonna? Are you? I'm gonna kill Noah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like it's it's uh, their friends Noah and um, Luca who they're not gonna come over. I mean they're. Both their parents are work, you know, they're on the front lines, you know, nurse and, mm. you know, physical therapist. So they're pretty cool. They don't hang with anybody because, you know, they're always around. Right, you know? right. 
Right. They're always at risk to, well, we won't have a play date with them, which sucks. Because like, all the mixed friends that are boys, you know, their yeah. parents are in the same situation. Right, right, right. Yeah, so that's cool that she's coming to ask, like, for him. Like, man, yeah. can we get a boy to come hang? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Mm, mm. So it all sucks. Yeah. Are, you, are you? You said your your new house, your rent rental is April first. So are you in this house until then, or do you have a? Well, month it's of- moving. It's moving so fast. Like, yeah, I think we're gonna have like two weeks before I can actually move into the house, or maybe a week. We'll see. But yeah, so you know, Kenny, my father-in-law is amazing dude he already like i told him like hey you know what let's just get on it it's moving fast because i have a storage unit here already so he's coming friday with a truck already he's like i got the truck i got the storage unit we're gonna move everything from the storage unit to the one over there bam Mm -hmm. because i already paid till the end of uh february for this one so and he paid already for that one starting fucking march so we're moving everything, bam. We paid till March 18th, I believe. Mm-hmm. So we move everything over there and then we're just making everything easy. Yeah. You know? So then once we're ready, we just take everything from the house, one load and later. Nice. nice. Yeah, so we're just yeah, being proactive and trying to just be on top of it so it's not like, fuck. Like my mom one time was like, hey, come help me move. And that's like the first time I had a nervous breakdown. It's like almost five years ago when my stepdad passed away. She's like, hey, come help me move, dude. I went over there. <laughs> you ever tried to move a whole fucking house in one night where, like, literally, you walk in and nothing is packed on? Oh, my God. Nothing. Mm. Like, what? So you had to pack everything? <laughs> God. And, and she was mourning, so I couldn't really be like, mm-hmm. what the fuck, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Right. It's, it's it's awkward to be sure. Yeah. Are you are you are you packing everything up yourself, or do you pay movers oh, to no. pack it up? Oh no, we're doing it ourselves too, but not not myself at all. Like I'm telling you, like my mother in law Diane and, and and Kenny, her husband, dude, they are fucking our saviors, dude. That's why we're moving closer to them, dude, because they're just fucking dope. Take care. <laughs> they of help them. so much. They help so much, dude. They live like two hours away. So it's like, when they're 15 minutes away, they're probably never going to talk to us. Right. <laughs> it's too close. Like, fuck you. No, but they're amazing, dude. So like, yeah, dude, they have everything ready. Like, dude, he already packed everything, got boxes, like the garage is ready, the storage is ready. And he was on me, you know, he's very, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a veteran as well. Uh, pilot, ex-pilot, brilliant man, wrote books, fucking done so much shit. So it's got to be his way. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I can't really argue. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but at the same time, sometimes they're like, yeah, I'm kind of a man too. Yeah. I don't know if you're there. He's like, no, it's going to be fucking cool, man. You're helping, you're helping me? Yeah. I ain't well, going to fucking... Yeah. <laughs> you can you're right. shots. It's fine. That's it, It's dude. fine. That's yeah. It. We paid. Yeah. We paid when we moved. Uh, we paid movers the last time to pack up most yeah. of our shit. I took care of certain things, uh, but they did most of it. It was actually pretty awesome. Yeah, I hear you, but nah, it's like that's the thing about me. Like, I told you, like, like I, once we got rid. Remember when we first started having our time? So like, it was, and they didn't even have like a, a clean. They came in like twice a month to clean our place. Mm-hmm. But like once I got rid of that, and then I just started doing it myself, I was like, fuck. It's kind of empowering, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, like I kind of like 
going that route. You know what I mean? Like, mm. and the new place I'm moving to, like I have to take care of the front lawn and the backyard, which is not as big as mine, mm. but the house is huge. So we're getting a four bedroom, three bath. Oh, great. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah dude, like it's dope. And it's a kitchen is bigger than this one. Cause like, all right, like she's gotta have something huge. It's, it's, it's cool, but you know, we're out there. You know, I'm living in Winchester. So I got to get a Winchester rifle. Oh, yeah? Is that what it's named after? Winchester rifles? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But we're, it's by Menifee. It's a new community coming up and stuff. And I would, t- I would tell you the street I live on later after we get off here. Uh. It was dope. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll just give you a hint. It's named after a cowboy. Uh. <laughs> uh. So I was like, what? So it's just totally you know, different thing, but I think we need it. It's a big change. It's like whatever. And the good thing is I'm right off the 215. So anywhere like I would have to work if I book anything. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's about an hour and a half, hour 40. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. From, from where I would have to work because I'm, you know, like 10 minutes off the freeway where if I moved anywhere really close to the in-laws, you know, you have to drive through the valley. So it's going to take you about 20, 30 minutes before you even get on the freeway. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what adds. That's what makes it two hours. But I'm right there. So I was like, mm-hmm. later. So if you get a job, if you get a job, I'll press on your couch. If you if you get a job that lasts more than a damn day, you'll probably. What will you do? Stay in a motel or something? Oh well, yeah, you just crash on your couch and shit. Say, Colby, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> I know a guy who who did that. Like he he moved out to Ojai because he wasn't you know working or anything. Yeah. And then out of the blue, he got like a recurring gig on some procedural show and was working all the time. But that's what he would do. Yeah. He would crash on his friend's couch during the week and, uh, and then yeah. and then drive back out to Ojai on the weekend. Yeah, it reminds me. Like I worked with some guy one time that told me a story about John Leguizamo who like got a job somewhere and like. John Leguizamo was like, hey, man, can I just crash with you? It's like, uh, okay. Like, whatever. And, like, ended up taking the dude's toilet paper and everything. Like, he's just, like, a really cheap bastard. Like, he's, John he's Leguizamo. To, like, yeah, like, like, literally, he's like, hey, how much were you going to pay me for the hotel? Ah, uh, fuck it, just give me the money. I don't need it. I'll find a place to stay, but give me the money. Uh-huh. Like, then- yeah, like, you were going to spend how much for the hotel? He's like, I'll find a place to stay, but give me that money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then he, goes, and then and he, he won't buy toilet paper. He crashed at, at this guy, his co-star's fucking house. And then when he leaves, he took his toilet paper. To- <laughs> John oh, Legs, man. John yeah. Legs. Hey, hey, that's what I heard. I don't know if it's true. Don't quote me on it. Could be just a fucking, you know, story. But I thought it was hilarious. That is pretty funny. Because it's pretty, it's ghetto fabulous. Like, I've heard stories like that. Like, I've heard people say, yeah, what? Nah. Don't put me up there. How much is that place? I'll stay here, but give me the difference. Right. You know, like, fuck. <laughs> shit. That's balls. Like, because I enjoy being put up in the nice place. You know what I'm saying? But like, that's pretty smart. Like, hey, how much is this place? Yeah, look, I'm going to stay down the street at this shitty place, but just give me the difference. Yeah, yeah. Because you were going to pay it anyways, right? So just give me the fucking money. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I know people who do that with like, uh, like air, air, uh, Plane tickets. Like first class, they'll go, no, give me coach and give me the And give me the rest, give me the difference. Or they like, you know, give me three coach tickets and I'm bringing my family or friends or whatever. Fucking idiots. 
Yeah. I don't know. I'm sitting in first class. I'm not taking my family with me to work. I had a friend. I had a friend. And it's funny. It's like it just turned out this way. He, This guy, this actor, uh, Adam Johnson, I think his name is. It, it, he's a great guy. Uh, I know it's Adam for sure. Uh, but he, like we had met. We did the scene in You're the Worst together, but we had met so long ago in Minneapolis uh, because this guy I was shooting a Best Buy commercial with, his name is Larry Bagby, great guy, um, and he's friends with Adam. Well, and you he, remember Larry Bagby, but not fucking Adam Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bagby's such a Bagby's no, such. No, a how do you not remember Larry Bagby? Yeah, it's such a it's such a, a name. But also, Larry Larry's a, a musician, and I have a couple of his albums, so like I listen to him a lot. Uh, oh. Adam, I've only run into twice. Uh, but he was the guy that Larry brought You're with him. Still to not like making Adam feel good, dude. I'm sorry, Adam. <laughs> I feel terrible now. He was very good on. Larry Bagby's amazing, but you know Adam fucking. He, he was I, some I, fucking I, dick. I, I suck. Yeah, it's, probably not, it's probably not even Adam Johnson. It's probably Adam Jackson. No, <laughs> now I'm gonna have to look it up. It's Adam Johnson. I'm sure he's got like a recurring role in some show right now. He's doing very That's well. Awesome. Anyways, Adam, I love you, bro. I haven't even met you, but fuck. What's the other guy's name? He's Larry Giggins. Larry Bagby. They're both. They're both. <laughs> you know what? They're both uh, Mormons. I don't know if they're lapsed Mormons or they're still Mormons or something, but they're, they're yeah. they grew up together, I guess. In Spanish, we call them mamones. Mormons. <laughs> Mormons are, uh, for the most part, uh, are always so nice. They're the they were Dude. like Larry and Adam were the nicest guys to hang out with in Minneapolis. They're just. I think you have to, or they kill you. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> It's like they're Canadians, but they're not from Canada. It's weird. But they're threatened. So they're nice, but they look a little, like, scared. I have to be nice. Uh, just kidding, Mormons. I love you. Look, I love all religions as long as you're nice. I don't like any yeah. religions, but, you know. Well, hey, as long as it makes you a nicer person, I should say. When it, when you, when the religion makes you a fucking dick or a fucking bitch, then you're, you're pushing it too far. Yeah. I mean, that's, I don't think that's the point of any religion, is what I'm saying. I was right, by the way. It's Adam Johnson is his name. What did you say about my Johnson? I said Adam Johnson. Get out of here. Adam Johnson. Adam Johnson. Where's Where's uh, his You're the Worst? Oh, there he is. You're the Worst. His <laughs> You're the Worst man he played. I literally had a, a page and a half long monologue. Page and a half monologue that I just... I'm yammering at Adam Johnson's face, just yammering at him. And he was so good without, like, he didn't have anything to say. He was just, like, looking at me and listening to me yammer. And he was amazing, you know? But that's a huge compliment because that's a big lesson there, kids. I'm up for a gig that might take me to Australia. And I got notes, like, literally, like, I auditioned, like, January 19th. Oh, that's my birthday. uh, you auditioned on my birthday. Oh, happy birthday, fucker! If you, you get if you get it, then you have to give me a percentage because you got the. I'll bring, I'll bring you back a dingo, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't bring a dingo. They steal babies. <laughs> oh, I want to get in trouble for stealing no babies. Sorry, Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I'm up for it, but like, literally, it's weird. Is it the first time we're like? I guess it's a callback. Like, I haven't had it theatrically. Mm-hmm. Like, because literally, I just January 19th, and like a week ago, I got a text from my agent saying, Look, and it says, 
Lombardo did great for this part. I don't want to say the name, whatever. Uh, did great for the role. Mm-hmm. Is he still available and willing to do two-week quarantine and travel to Australia and work from fucking April to fucking... I'm like, yes? Yeah, yeah, that's what <laughs> yeah. I would say, too. I mean, as much as I don't want to travel, uh, just because it sounds terrifying right now, uh, yeah. If they said, "Hey, we want to work, we want to fly yeah. you up to Vancouver or Toronto or whatever to work, no. and you have to quarantine for two weeks on either end," great because you're yeah. they pay you for that, right? Something. Yeah, that's the other thing. I was up for another gig, I didn't get it, but it was uh, seven out of ten in Vancouver, and you have to stay up there the whole time. And they tell you, you "We're not flying you back and forth." Like, no, till the season's over, you're stuck. Well, I mean, you know, if like, I'm ooh. if I'm quarantining in a hotel room that I cannot leave for two weeks, you know what I'm going to be doing is catching up on a lot of masturbation. Not only that, because it's been but it, there's too it's too hard to do it around right now because the family's always home. You, when are you? But see, that's weird for me. Like it's weird. Like I'm so paranoid. Like in hotel rooms, like, I can't. Like I always think, like fuck you, they're watching me. Oh, there's something. There's uh, no way. Because you've seen those horror movies, right? Where sure, like, sure, sure. Yeah, so that always freaks me out. I can't you're it, so you're I worried like that, that William Baldwin is is watching you in his penthouse. Exactly. Uh, secret penthouse. So I, just, so I just do it in the public bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's against the law. Sure. You just, do, you just stand, do you just stand over the sink or do you go in a stall? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Depending just, on what time of just, night it is. <laughs> just jacking it into a urinal. Hey, what's up, kid? How's it going? <laughs> I gotta, gotta self care. Uh, gotta make a release. Sorry. Can't, can't waste it. Can't do it. At, can't do it at the hotel. They're watching. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Eyes over there, fella. <laughs> No, like, I respect my work so much. Honestly, like, I feel like, well, they're going to tell somebody. Or, Fuck, you know what I mean? Like, oh, shit, they'll find out. It's fucking weird like that. Yeah, I get I get you. Until I get really wasted, then I'll give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's one thing about this uh, whole uh, uh, quarantine thing. I thought I had this thought this morning. Was, I said the only thing that separates Saturday and Sunday from the rest of the week nah. is just I get high sooner. That's it. That's it. That's it. It's like it's like almost like okay today I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Today <laughs> I'm gonna. Have- I haven't given a fuck all week, but <laughs> these two days I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's Saturday and I'm having an edible for breakfast. That's it. Yeah. It's like uh, you know the kids. You know, Kobe's too old, but like uh, Captain Underpants, yeah, this great line. It's like, oh no, he's not too uh, old. Uh, we saw but, Captain Underpants the movie in the theater. So you know, I love Saturdays, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Like you pee in your pants. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what you don't do that? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he had uh he had those books too. He had Captain Underpants. Oh books. yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, he that's loved perfect. loved them. Go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a great fucking movie, man. It's really funny. <laughs> I I I, really? I I was impressed by it. It's a very funny movie. It, like when well, you make a, a kids movie that's genuinely that funny from beginning to end. I mean, kudos to you. Yeah, you can't, for adults you can't, too. Like they yeah. they took everybody into account. They weren't just like ah, it's for the kids. But it's hard no. to take to take 
adults into a, a, account in that situation because you can't be blue. You know what I mean? I mean, Captain no. Underpants has like poop, but, poop and pee jokes. But it's creatively blue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. You have to pick up on the little like the little you know, hints, the subtext, the, the little, yeah, little yeah. hints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's sure. brilliant. That's the thing. Like, and even the kids will laugh, and they don't even know why they're laughing. It's like, oh, you'll know later. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, you're uh, you're you're on the move right now. I can see. Are you going? I need a drink. You got it. Oh, you're going to the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I can't. Cool, dude. I had to. I can bitch about this. I had to go do the whole fucking shopping trip yesterday by myself. Woo! And our fridge was empty because we've been showing the house and we've been at the in-laws. And like we're like, yeah. you know, trying to leave it nice. So literally, I had to go, dude. Like we were out of everything. Like, have you ever gone to the supermarket? And gone down every fucking aisle and needed at least two or three things on every fucking aisle. When I when I shop, lately I've been having the uh, having deliveries done, uh, you know. But when I shop, I uh, I literally go down every aisle. That's what I do when I shop. Oh, you just wasting time and shit. Well, I don't know because I don't. I like you know. I'm not a list shopper. Oh, you know, yeah. I know what I need, and I go in. If I if I have a list specifically from Hillary or Colby, that's fine. I, I can I can deal with the list. But when I go shopping, I know what I need. I just go down every aisle, and I just I'm such an efficient shopper. I go down the aisle. The only thing I'm not good at is coupons, you know. But uh, like I just I just go in and I get everything. I feel bad about that. I also suck at the bags thing because I don't know the rules yet. Because they were like no bags for a while. Like, now do I have bags? Like, can I bring bags? Well, and they're like, you can bring bags, but I ain't going to bag them. Yeah, because like, okay, the, that's fucking great. Yeah, the pandemic. But, you, I mean, yeah. you'll, but I mean, you'll put my hands, you'll put your hands in a plastic bag that I'm paying for. Right. But you won't put your hands in You're a bag. Of- <laughs> yeah, it's not, a, it doesn't make sense. Nothing makes sense. I mean, I've, no, I sp- I've spent the last 24 hours arguing with people about why it's stupid to reopen schools right now. Yeah. There's only a- well, you don't go. To, you don't go to school, first of all. So. Me? <laughs> no, because I don't like kids. So relax, bro. Relax. I'm not. Yeah, I don't go to school. Uh, yeah. But wait, how's Hillary feel about it? I mean, she's got to go. She doesn't want to go back to in-person okay. learning until she's fucking vaccinated, which is totally reasonable. And all these people are like, eh, 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 why don't you, the doctors and nurses and get g- 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 grocery store work? G- 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 fuck you. We're not talking about grocery store workers. We're not talking about fucking doctors and nurses. We're talking about teachers right now. And if a yeah. teacher doesn't want to go into a classroom with a bunch of children who are petri dishes for disease, I think that's reasonable. And at this point, in California at least, I know other states, they opened in August. And like I I said something about this on Facebook and got so many comments and it was so annoying because everybody who, no, no, we've been in-person learning since August. And I'm like, oh, have there been any cases of COVID? Yes, well, a few. You know, and it's like, well, that's what we're talking about. What 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 we don't want is even a few cases of COVID because those few cases spread to more cases. That's how it fucking works. So why, like, especially now, like if they gear up and they get kids back in classrooms by April, they'll be like April, May, and then they're out of school again anyway. So if we're, if the president is right and he can keep his promise that the whole country will be vaccinated by the end of July, 
why not wait and just restart in-person learning in the fall and prepare for that because it's going to be very hard after a year of virtual learning and kids going to school in their underwear and their and their robes. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Are, are they getting? Are, is Hillary getting paid the same? I mean, is the money different? I mean, no, like no, she gets paid. Just, she gets paid the same for the. But well, that's what I'm saying. That what, that what I'm trying to figure out the benefits of like. Why do they want to go back? Like for the janitors, they got to no, get no. Paid. They want to like go back. It's the building. Like, there's two reasons. You know what I mean? They, like of all the money. The reason why they want to go back, and it, and it because they're counting the kids still, right? They still count them because they really get money per student. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. She takes attendance every morning. I mean, I hear yeah. her doing it when she when she works in the living room, or in the in the dining room. But whatever. The 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 point is like, why not wait and plan on the fall and reopen in the fall. Uh, because there, there are no models that I have seen. Because there, you know, people are like, "Well, it's not, you know, there, it isn't spread that much at schools." And kids, and I don't well, buy no, no. any of that bullshit. It's, no, here's what here's what I heard. Like, how's Colby doing? Because that's what I heard. Like, you know, like that's what I heard. Like, a lot of teenagers are struggling, right? Well, no, oh, every like, yeah, the, it's this yeah. thing about mental health, the suicide, that's, exactly. That's, that's what they the make. Thing. They make that's, it that's about they thing. make it about mental health, which is fine. Yeah. But it's not necessarily like the little kids. Like my kids are fucking. I mean, they they look crazy, but they're cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, and we'll and play. Colby's cool. Like he's games. he's yeah. not depressed. If you, you know, whatever. It, it's hard, and and we're all uh, uh, struggling with certain levels of depression. That that's normal. That's what's happening. But it it especially because we've been doing. Doing this for a year, I don't want to undo it by going back to in-person learning until everybody's vaccinated. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It it, it doesn't track no. for me. It, it's weird. It's a weird thing. And and I know everybody's and and the mental health. You know, the kids' mental health, all that stuff. That's that's what they're hiding behind. But the truth is, is it's about money and it's about parents who don't want to take care of their kids who need to work. You know, they need to make money uh, and the businesses need to make money. And if the kids are in school, right. then everybody can make more money. It has nothing to do with kids' <clears throat> mental health. That's a bunch of fucking bullshit. And so well, many and so many parents, well, hang on a second. I, I will say this. So many parents, I mean, I know, I know there's, it's a, mental health is a problem in the pandemic. Yes, absolutely. Especially for you. But, especially for you. But yes. yeah, I'm going insane. <laughs> but like the the answer is not putting kids in in, in person learning. That does, that that especially now after a year of virtual learning, the adjustment's going to be crazy. So just wait for it's going to be very hard. And there's going to be lots of yeah. gaps in learning that that the teachers are going to have to deal with. So they should be just planning for the fall and and dealing with all those problems in the fall and finish the virtual learning for the year. It doesn't make make any sense to open it up other states have and that's fine but they've all had covid cases so i don't know what the what the case they're making and when they're arguing well it's been great my kids needed all the right, thing. Asshole. and, and, and like, it's called, like it's called two actors bitching yeah no. <laughs> like, but what, let me just say this thing this one mom was like yeah it's been a godsend to have my kids back in in-person learning since august and i was like and so the teachers haven't been vaccinated obviously she's like nope and I was like, well, did you give them a really nice, generous gift at the holiday season, given that they were risking their lives to for your children's mental, you know, state? And she was like, nope. And I was like, so it's not about your kids. It's about you. You like being alone and not having your children during the day or, or you work or whatever. But it's about fucking you. It's not about your kids' mental health. Stop. Stop jerking me. Yeah, stop oh, I, jerking agree. Me I agree. I agree. 
And I go to the mall and go to fucking Starbucks. I fucking fuck off and wear my sweat pants and like, act yeah. like a bitch. Yeah, I, I, I do. I do too. I want to like, I want to stand in the middle of my living room no, but, with well, no pants. Well, to be pants. honest, I'm going to hit you. That's why I was going to stop you. Like, I'm going to hit you the opposite way. And I'm saying like, for me, I'm actually, it's, it's helped me more. I've actually appreciated a lot more. You know what I mean? I realized how much I would try to escape. Mm-hmm. But that's what everybody does. And for me... Because of the pandemic, I've actually appreciated my family more. And like, I can't run and I have to be here. And I've actually, my relationships have gotten way better. And I, I ain't gonna lie, I've had to get harder on my kids sometimes because like, mom's around usually and she's too nice to them, mm-hmm. which is not her fault. She's amazing. But when daddy's around, fuck off. Like, I'm laying the law down and like, it's cool. And it's, it's actually helping our whole family unit, you know, yeah. more to be honest than I'm around. Um, and also too, that I was going to go back to your point about the th- the only thing with the schooling is like, cause little Stevie's four. Right. And like now whenever anybody comes around or anybody, cause she's not getting any social skills, bro. And I see it. So like anybody comes around, we go to the store, anybody do it. Everybody says hi. She's like, what the fuck? Like, she's just so shy. Like, because she's not getting any other interaction. So I will say she is missing out on that. Mm-hmm. And I wish I wish she could get that. And I, you know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, I agree. I would get vaccinated, everything. But there are some things, there are some kids that are suffering. You know what I mean? And, and like, we're gonna, like you said, we're going to deal with it in the future. But yeah, her social skills are not that great. And she acts like a fucking eight and a six-year-old. <laughs> Which is not going to be good for anybody. Because <laughs> <Right, right. laughs> that's all she hangs around with. In other words, she has no peers her age. Right, right. You know what I mean? All she knows is her older siblings. Right, of course. Yeah, and yeah. there's going to be a lot of gaps in, in learning and social development and all that stuff. That is an inevitable thing that we're going to have to deal with. Uh, but in my estimation, as far as California is concerned reopening the schools for two months it's not going to fix any of those problems it's not it's not going to no, fix the gap no i agree with you it's like gonna... just wait till next year like it's not even that much left fucking let it go it's, and it's not going to fix online. it's not going to fix any kids mental health to suddenly or be check back this in school. Out. how about finish the fucking year online and then just fucking test it during summer school have like people come back two three days a week there's sure. summer school you know what i'm saying test it yeah hey after this after the staff and the, yeah. uh, uh, the entire school staff has been vaccinated. I know they're not going to be vaccinating kids. Or how about this, but. dude? Or you do non-vaccinators and vaccinators. That's what's going to happen, watch. Because, like, there's going to be so many people that don't want to vaccinate. So you're just going to have to say, okay, vaccinators Monday through Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 I would be fully behind. Because you know you're going to get backlash. You know you're going to get backlash. You know you're gonna get no, backlash. no, you're going to get backlash and people are gonna, not going to want yeah, to vaccinate. People are going to have religious notes. I'm not dead. I'm not dead. But, but guess what? Guess what you can do? Say, too bad. Your your school policy, uh, you know, I realize, you know, LAUSD, they have to do, they all have to have the same policy. But like in my wife's school, charter schools, they set their own policy. So you can yeah. very simply make your policy not inclusive of fucking assholes. Uh, and, yeah. and it's too bad. If that's your religion, too bad. Uh, go to a religious school where, where you're yeah. allowed to not be vaccinated. Uh, that's it. I mean. But that's what I mean. Yeah. Everyone just go, and that's that's what I said. Like, even with everything, I know it sounds ridiculous. Like I said it before, but it's like, look, if you want to go or don't go, whatever. If you want to go, sign a waiver. It's like, fuck it. If I die, I'm not gonna fucking see you. Right. Fuck it. 
Everywhere you go. That's all everybody's worried about. Hey, man, you know what? I'll sign the waiver. Or I'm not going. You know what I mean? But I just think that's not this, you know. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. But, I mean, the, the other thing about the, the, like, giving people the choice of in-person or virtual learning right now is then you're asking teachers to do two jobs at once. They're going to be teaching kids. They have to have the curriculum set up uh, and lesson plans set up for in-school learning and at the same time, the adjusted virtual learning one. So you're asking no, teachers they have, to they, No, jobs. they have one teacher assigned to virtual. And like, that's well, that, but then if you're doing... they take turns. They take turns. Like, hey, I got virtual this week. Da, 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 da. Like, they, they switch. I mean, they, you know, it's got to be a system. That's what, that's what they're doing right now. Like, they switch in our school... The funny thing, the funniest fucking thing for me is fucking PE teachers. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's the funniest thing, too, because Cole... He's like a fucking... Uh, I'll just take a Zumba class. Yeah. Thanks. Well, I mean, Colby's in a... It's so funny. He takes his head sitting in his bathrobe. I'm in a virtual swimming class. Yeah. <laughs> I just hold my breath a lot. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm on the track team. (laughs) But none of these see. But none of these dumb things matter. All this like ridiculous planning and crazy and spacing out, and one person's doing this and the other person's doing this. Wait until everybody's vaccinated, and then all of that is fucking unnecessary. That's all I'm saying. Hey, dude, I hear you, but look, no, but it's not simple. You know, it's not going to be simple. Like, no, it's not it's simple to get it done. Battle. It's not simple. It to should get be it done. simple. It should but, be. But, simple. but, it, it is. It is a simple plan of attack for reopening schools. Wait till everybody's vaccinated. That seems the yeah. easiest, simplest thing. I mean, still, everybody's going to have to wear masks and social distance because just because you know we're being vaccinated doesn't mean we're we're safe. But if everybody's vaccinated, there's going to hey, be a lot hey, less of this. This, uh, you know, one person's doing virtual and one person's not. And yeah. This person's doing and, this, and, and I'm, I'm and I'm going to say this, and, and like, and I have to kind of say this before I, um, because Chinese people, have you heard of these attacks on like fucking Chinese people? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like Asian people. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's fucked up, man. But like, honestly, like we are becoming like China. Like they've been living like that for how long? Like you know, they're they're masked up. Right? Yeah, every uh, cold and flu season they wear masks so all they, the time. They mask up. Yeah. And the point is, like, look, we're not fucking lying when we say it came from there. <laughs> it came from there. Fuck. But you don't fucking go out and fucking beat up elderly fucking Asian people. Well, and but the new, the newest, the newest uh, alternate strain of the virus originated in fucking California, LA County. So should we, should we start beating the shit out of everybody Mm. from LA? No, Huntington Beach. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we go down to the OC and kick the fuck out. I'll start with Tito Ortiz. Yeah, let's go Uh, down to the... Tito, Tito Ortiz, I'll fight your left calf. Yeah. That's about it. I saw all those kick videos of people in the OC refusing to wear masks. Let's go down Dude, and beat the shit out of all those God. white people, white garbage fuck. people. I just don't understand. Like, beach people are usually cool. Like, fuck, smoke some weed, relax. Well, those two guys were cool who were trying to get everybody to wear masks. Oh, that's my favorite fucking thing. But yeah, but can you imagine? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the guy goes, love passion, bro. <laughs> <laughs> It was awesome. <laughs> Kill him with kindness. That's always the best yeah. thing to do. Yeah. 
I had a I had a moment where Colby and I were on our bikes, you know, and and yeah. and we were going on a uh, we were on a bike path, like in a pass through, like going from one street to the other where there's no street, you know. So right. people walk their dogs there, but people ride their bikes on this concrete path, and we're riding and there's this old guy coming towards us on the bike but we're up against like a giant hedge so we can't pull off to the side and we don't want to like suddenly swerve in front of him and he's getting close to yeah and so we're (laughs) slowing way down and like leaning up against this hedge so he can get around us and he doesn't he like refuses to move so then we have to hit on our brakes right and then he says fuck you guys what? And I, and I was like, what? And and then he keeps walking and Colby's like... Oh, he was walking? Yeah, Colby's disturbed. He could have easily moved a little bit to give us a little room. What the fuck? Well, he, wa- he was like one of these pedestrians have the right of way Nazis or whatever. So, you know, but in the end, no harm, no foul. We slammed on our brakes in deference to him. And he still said, fuck yeah. you to us. And... <laughs> Like I was stunned, and, and and Colby was afraid because that's a, a an act of aggression from an adult, you know, out of nowhere. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, at first, I was like, "Gee, sorry." And then, like, a, like a second later, I just I looked at Colby. I said, I, "I'm sorry, kid." And I said, "Hey, fuck you too, Nazi." <laughs> And he just, he just, yeah. he just kept walking, and he didn't look back. But I was ready to get in a fight. I was like, "Colby, just stay over here. I'll beat this old yeah, ass motherfucker. Ooh. I don't like this guy. I don't oh, like." Oh no, dude, that's fucking weird. No, and I would have been like, "No, nah, I'm going to fuck your wife." <laughs> <laughs> Both of us. That's why we're in a rush. <laughs> he's, he's probably bitter because his wife is long dead. Old ass motherfucker. Oh, she's probably like fucking thirty-five and hot. She's like, go for a walk. The pool guy's here. <laughs> go get in the fight. <laughs> uh, pool guys get laid a lot. Uh, anyway, uh, in the movies, anyway. <laughs> in real life, it's some fucking Mexico. Like, how you doing? Yeah, and well, in the in the movie Shortcuts, uh, uh, Chris Penn plays a pool boy who has the uh, pool man who has the opposite problem. Uh, uh, he he can't. His own wife won't have sex with him. Oh, I fucking love Chris Penn. Rest in peace. Yeah, he was good. That dude was a beast. I tell you, dude, he was a fucking great actor. You ever see The Funeral? He was great. Yeah, yeah, he was great. But, dude, I, I, I think I talked about this in, like, in episode 10. Like, I've never seen anybody down a fucking Heineken faster than Chris Penn. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, dude, like, mouth open, like, this fast. Like, open, down, done. Wow. Like, fuck, like, all the way down. Like he went to a uh, go see brother this movie I was in, but he was there with his manager and she's like, you could tell she was like, all right, we gotta go. Fuck it, he just grabbed the full Heineken. And he goes, all right, gah. Oh like the God. whole fucking beer just went down his fucking throat and put it down. <laughs> like one wow. gulp. I was like, fuck. Wow. It's like, yeah, that's he's amazing. A beast. Well, we've come to the end of our therapy session for this week. And that's good. Uh, in case you guys were wondering, I had a little personal rehab between last show and this one. Uh, I don't remember the last one, but uh, this one I, I remember a little better. Is Judd Nelson uh, your sponsor? Fuck no, man. Bardo Downey Jr. <laughs> but I'm honest, and that's my point, and like, that's what I try to do. 
Love you guys. We're all going through it. I was going through it last week. I apologize if I offended any fat people. I remember I was on a fat people kick. I love how you like. <laughs> I hope I don't offend any fat people. Well, I can't say fat anymore. You're, well, oh, you're yes. like being, you're offending fat people by saying you don't want to offend fat people. You you have to not call them fat. It's a comedy show. <laughs> By the way, I'm fat. I'm fat too, guys. Yeah, that's why I do these podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I know I have a punch. What are you gonna do? It's a pandemic. I'm fat. I'm fucking look. We all have our own issues. Okay, I drink a lot. People eat a lot. People fucking do drugs. People fucking everyone's got their issues, man. Yeah, I'm not talking shit about you. It's just you know I, that's your thing. I eat my own boogers. <laughs> we all have something. You know. Well, I used to eat my own. Coke burgers. Coke burgers? Because you don't want to waste it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Have a good one, guys. On that note. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I love you, bro. All right, let's stop this Uh, shit. And then we can really talk. (laughs) Bye. Love you guys.